Hello everyone, I'm Simon Ford of Forge Gin. Martinis, gin and tonics, Negronis, great classic cocktails is what I'm about. But I also love to hear of great recipes from great bartenders from around the world, which is why we've partnered with Beyond the Drink for this season. Cheers. Well, you just heard from the man himself, Simon Ford, and this season of Beyond the Drink is presented by Ford's Gin. I'm Cappy, and in this series, we're going to hear from some of the best bartenders in the country as they share the stories and recipes behind their favorite drinks. Beyond the Drink is a spinoff of Beyond the Plate, our podcast that sits down with the world's culinary elite to explore their journey into the food industry and the social impact they have made in their community. So if you're new to Beyond the Drink, welcome. If you listened before, we're so glad you're back. We hope this episode inspires you to create a delicious cocktail or, like the bartenders we feature, make a difference in your community. To get the cocktail recipe we discuss in this episode, you can check out the episode notes in your podcast player or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. One more thing, we have some awesome Beyond the Plate merch. You can find a link in your podcast player or go to our website, beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Head on over and check out our hats, tees, hoodies, and more. Again, that's beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Enjoy this week's episode. Let's test your audio for you. Why don't you name three classic gin cocktails for us? Oh, Martini, Negroni, and oh, oh my gosh, Gimlet. Done. You sound good. Let's do it. Today's guest is one of the foremost bartenders in Los Angeles and considered to be one of LA's most respected, talented, and innovative wine and spirits professionals. You can find more on him in the episode notes and follow him on Instagram at Sean Inverta. That's S-H-A-W-N-I-N-V-E-R-T-A. Please enjoy this episode as we go beyond the drink with a guy who has helped to define the conversation around cocktails and their vital role in Los Angeles's nightlife, Sean Licklider. What's up, Sean? Hey, how's it going, man? It's Thank good you to for have having you. Me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but Sean, we're going to get right into it. Our listeners uh, beyond the plate know that we love a good speed round. So we're going to kick this episode off with a cocktail theme speed round. And we're going to go a little spirit forward and bold with the speed round. So let's kick it off. Question number one, name the cocktail that inspired you to get behind the bar. Oh, I would say it's Manhattan. Manhattan. Name a smell behind the bar you love. Tapache. Name a smell behind the bar you hate. Pre-hydrogetted four drains. <laughs> what pisses you off behind the bar? Lack of awareness. What makes you happy behind the bar? That's going to be super basic. Hospitality. Love it. One gin cocktail everyone needs to try. One gin cocktail. Uh, Miyako Hotel Special. Ooh. I could base this whole episode off of the speed round. So many questions for you. That smell you love, what was that? Tapache. Tapache is like fermented pineapple beer. Yeah, it's love like it. a common in Mexico. You take like pineapples and sugar and water, spices, let it ferment for four or five days. Yum. It's like sour. Yeah, it's kind of like their version of kombucha. So it's just natural. You have a natural yeast that's on pineapple skin that helps it get really excited and start to eat away all the sugar. It's like a really low alcohol quality to it. So. And what's that one gin cocktail we all need to try? It's from Charles Baker. From Gentleman's Companion Guide, a Miyako Hotel Special. What is that? So it's, it's just gin, pineapple, and curacao. Sounds delicious. I've got a lot of drinks to catch up on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's talk about this gin cocktail you brought for us today. Okay, cool. So lemon verbena at one of our restaurants. It's a tasting menu. And one of the final courses that we serve is a tea that's made with lemon verbena and mint. For all of our restaurants, I try to be as connected to the kitchen as much as possible. So we do a lot of micro-seasonal cocktails. 
Uh, so lemon verbena, excuse the clever name. That's interesting because I've read you keep your cocktail names simple for the most part. Yeah. The reason why we do that, like we'll have a grapefruit cocktail. It's just going to be called grapefruit. One of the more famous ones we have is called celery. And it's just basically letting the produce be the star of the show. But yeah, we get a lot of questions like, does it actually have lemon verbena in it? And we're like, yes, it does. <laughs> You're like, no, I just called it that. It's it has just, nothing yeah. to do with it. <laughs> the particular cocktail, it's gin, limoncello. We make a lemon verbena yogurt that's into a syrup, some lemon juice, and club soda. Just take us through how you make it or component. There's a couple components going on here, huh? Yeah, sure. So we start off, we make a lemon verbena tea by steeping fresh verbena leaves in hot water for five, six minutes. That gets strained off. We add sugar to it to make a simple syrup out of it. And then we use an unsweetened cow's yogurt that we just do like an equal parts of the syrup and the yogurt. So you're adding like a little bit more like tartness. So I like to compare it to if you make passion fruit syrup. So you have simple syrup and fresh passion fruit juice. It kind of has the same thing. There's a little bit of acidity to it from the yogurt. Make a syrup out of that using limoncello and the gin. So the, it's one and a half ounces of gin. We'll do a half ounce of limoncello from the Amalfi Coast. The verbena yogurt is like three quarter of an ounce and then three quarter ounce of lemon. We shake that up gets put into a rocks glass and we top it with a club soda. Sounds quite refreshing. Yeah, kind of like our own riff on a French 75 or a Collins. Collins more than a French 75. But. Ooh, that sounds good. Are you a big farmer's market guy? Do you go to the markets out there? Do they drive a lot of your cocktail, the cocktails yes. that you create at the different yeah. you know, restaurants? That's a major part of the ethos of all of our restaurants. Personally, I'm at the market every Sunday. It's the Hollywood market. So I'm constantly seeing like what's changing in the season, looking to see what's going to be next, like how we're going to change the menu. Two of our establishments, we have the opportunity to change our cocktail menu as much as we see fit. So we'll change cocktails weekly, if not daily, depending on what we're pulling in for the market. So what's exciting at the market these days? Peaches are almost on their way out, but they're really delicious right now. We're using really terrific peaches that are O'Henry peaches that we're doing with. It's a bourbon cocktail because this makes sense. So it's fresh peaches, bourbon, eucalyptus, cassia, lemon. Love that. So Sean, for our Beyond the Plate episodes, for our listeners, they know our podcast celebrates social impact with all of our guests, but I know it's no different for bartenders we talk with as well. Yes, it's restaurant owners or chefs and whatnot, but you all are as much on the front lines of helping the community too. And learning how you all do it truthfully is what keeps us all going and inspired behind this podcast and you all have your own way. Sometimes it's a cause that's personally meaningful to you. Sometimes it's the restaurant, the community, whatever it may be. But I would love to give you a moment to shine a light on an organization or a cause that you may have worked with. First and foremost, I feel like this the organization I'm going to talk about is so important because it was started by bartenders, two bartenders in particular. It's called Know Us Without You. It's a local organization here in LA that was created to support food insecure families of undocumented immigrants who are considered the backbone of the restaurant industry. I think that a lot of, especially during the pandemic, when our staff was being furloughed and everybody's getting on unemployment, I don't think we really knew the massive impact of our undocumented workers not being able to get unemployment benefits. So No Less Without You started as a way to get food on the table for these families. They've supported 1,600 families, and it's $33 a week. We'll feed a family of four. Love that. Thank you. I say this on our Beyond the Plate series, but I'll say it here too, because sometimes people think they need all the money in the world to 
do good in their community or to give back. And it's really not the case. I always say, give what you can. It could be your voice. It could be your dollars. It could be your time. It could be giving a dollar or $10. You don't need to write a massive paycheck. You could commit to 30 minutes or an hour a week or a month or doing a little social media post for an organization. You never know who's going to see that. And that can go a long way. Yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's why we love this. It's what we love about the industry so much. And thank you for all you do. And I'm excited to make my next trip out to the West Coast to visit at least one, if not more, of the restaurants to check out some of those cocktail menus. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate your time. Thank you. To get the recipe from this episode, check out the episode notes in your podcast player or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. This episode was produced by myself along with Ian Cohen, Joel Yetton, and Sean Petrosian. Find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at On Kathy's Plate or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Beyond the Plate is on all the socials at BT Plate Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Drink, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Kathy.